Okay, got to hop on here for just bonus episode really quickly. Um, I just had to mute the news because of a story that's just getting so much attention right now that um, we need to talk on. And it very much follows along the conversations that we have had uh, last year, right? Uh, And you guys are engaged in those conversations. So that's the reason why I'm hopping on here really quick, just to speak on this. Um, so, okay, look, this is what made me, it just, it was the whole entire story. It was the whole entire story, but it was, I think it was the fact that they led into it with this. So the baseball all-star game is moving to a state from another state. And then they went to the state where it's moving away from, and they're talking to the small business owner, man, Black, white, whoever he is, he's a small business owner. And he just came through last year. So he's lost a lot of money. And it's fucked up that he has to suffer the consequences of the fucked up state that he lives in and fucked up law that just got passed. Laws, because there were little aspects to it, right? Was I don't know if each little thing was its own law and just all at the same time, or if it was all one law consisting of a whole bunch of bullet points. But it's fucked up that he has to suffer because that law just got passed. And he's a small business owner man, you know? Uh, so then I had to mute it. I had to mute it because I could not anymore. Okay. Because I'm going to just, we got to, we got to talk about this people. And we're going to, we're going to talk about it the way that we talk about it with no elephant's ass in my face in this room. Okay. Um, my man, the small business owner and hold up before I go further. Let me, let me give you the next headline that I heard this morning. Literally this morning, I woke up this morning and I'm listening to the news and they're just harping on that shit this morning. So it was on the morning news and then I had to mute it when it was on the lead story on the evening news too. But this morning, the fact that they pointed out was that, um, you know, I was about to lead into specifics about this specific place where this shit is going down. But I can't even do that because of the nugget that I got this morning. And this morning, they're harping on this same fucking topic, but they just gave you a little, and they glossed right over it too, but it's super duper important. <laughs> they just said this morning that 40 other states <laughs> are about to do the exact same thing. <laughs> So, you know, because there's one argument that's now null and void. One argument is, my man, the small business owner, move the fuck out of this place where you stay. Don't stay there. You could do that, too. But that argument becomes a little bit null and void when 40 other states are about to do that shit. Because you could have almost said, my man, there's like 49 other states you could go move to. But mm, and when 40 other states are about to do the exact same thing... Well, there's only 10 states that you could maybe go try and stay. And, you know, I get it. Family ties and shit. Okay. But that's exactly going to be a huge part of the point. So let's just not have elephants with their ass in our face in this room. Why? 
Well, what is the moral to what has happened? They are trying to fuck with your ability to vote. Can't take away that right, because I think the right, you know, has been established. Fuck. We did we Google this before? I know we Googled when the Civil Rights Act passed, wasn't it in 1965? Um, and was a part of that act. Voting. Okay, I just Voting Rights Act of 1965. Okay. I was an, I don't, was, I think, was there the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act? Were they two separate, again, were they two separate things, bullet points of the same thing? Whatever, 1965, okay. So, um, yeah, that's your right. I was uh, saying that they can't take away your right, right? Because in 1965 is when that finally got established as a right. Um, oh, they can't take it away until they revoke that, okay? Don't get your mind fucked here, people. Okay? Don't let them fuck your mind. They're trying to fuck your mind right now. Don't let them do that. You're a black person in this country. You have melanin in your skin in this country. Okay? You're brown in this country. Don't, we can't start having these conversations, people. <laughs> I, you guys know I have no patience, right? <laughs> I don't have time, right? Like I literally, my life is full of no time. I have, I have no time. For, like, anything beyond Marvin Gaye and my family, really, okay? <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> because I just, I, there is not a, th- a topic that comes up that I've talked to you guys about in these episodes where it's like, I, 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 I can't say anything about it other than I don't have the time for it. So, okay. Don't let them fuck your mind. They're trying to fuck your mind. We're going to have this conversation discussing this, really what it's about. They are trying to fuck with your ability to vote. They cannot fuck with your right to vote until they revoke that Voting Rights Act of 1965. They're fucking with your ability, though. Absolutely. That is what, by law, they're showing you. They own the laws. So they're fucking with the laws because they're trying to fuck with your ability to vote. But they're not fucking your right yet until they revoke that. Okay. So, but don't let it fuck your mind. As anything other than that's exactly what the fuck is going on. Yeah, the, it just happened. It just got passed and just got made an air quotes law, right? Because, oh, man can create laws that can fuck each other. Um, but there is absolutely no reason that it just happened other than the moral of it being they're trying to fuck your ability to vote. Okay, they're trying to fuck with your abilities. But what's your stock, people? Who are we in this country? Um, we know who we are in this country. 2020 didn't remind us, people. It didn't remind us because it was not a memory that we had, most of us, of our age range 1965 and after right um we didn't have memories we were not reminded in 2020 like us personally touching our skin tangible living our lives 
those things that we saw were not reminders for us personally. Okay. They were showing us personally though. Okay. That there is a legacy and a history that we are unavoidably tied to and connected to based on our skin that we can touch and scratch and feel. Okay. We weren't reminded of that. We were brutally educated on that last year, just over and over and over and over and over again. I don't know how many times I just said that, right? But there were a lot of them in the headlines. I have a little episode called Matter. I have put the faces that I was aware of that were prominent in the cover for that episode. There's eight. Are there eight or six? There's six or eight. We were brutally educated last year of what our unavoidable reality is in this country being of color. Okay. Wasn't a reminder. Reason why it was such a brutal experience is because it wasn't a reminder. This was not previous trauma pent up in our DNA cellular processes um, that these were flashbacks of that we were seeing. Um, I don't care how much you educate yourself about the past. You had not personally lived through witnessing this shit in front of your own two eyes, possibly standing on a curb. You know what I'm saying? So these were, that was not a memory. That was education. Um, very, the most traumatically that it could have been taught to you that there is a legacy in this country that you will not escape in your lifetime. Okay. I don't see it happening in our lifetime, people. Maybe I doubt it. I, you know, my take on things, I trend a little bit more towards the not so unicorns and rainbows based on the legacy. Okay. But that's, that's the only place we can start this conversation, people. There's a word I'm not going to use. Um, I will synonym it with weak. Okay. Don't be weak. Don't be a little, and I'm not going to say that word. So instead I will say weak, ling. What's your stock? Who is your direct ancestor that you can right now in your mind's eye recall the face of, recall the voice of, recall the time spent with? That for the majority of that person's life, they lived prior to this 1965 Voting Rights Act being in place. People, they did not just make it a law that in order to vote, so you're right. You have to correctly, and I'm talking about to the number, I'm not giving you a plus or minus five, correctly to the number, guess the jelly beans in the jar. They did not just make it a law and therefore fucking with your right that in order to vote, your great, 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 and then let's add a great to that grandfather had to not be a slave in this country. 
And so if you can't answer, no, my great, 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 great grandfather was not a slave in this country. Fuck, now I can't vote. They didn't just make that the law, people, okay? I'm going to need everybody to get so much more of a handle on their personal lives, okay? We are not having this conversation underneath anything other than the moral of the story is they are fucking with your ability to vote. That's they, That's what's happening. That is what they just put in the law because they own the laws and they can finesse and fuck the laws to fuck you. And I'm gonna, let's go back to why this is happening. Let's let's look at what has happened here. Okay. So specifically in this place where it's leading the charge, but don't worry, <laughs> you have a great chance of your state following suit, okay? So this is, this is a little preparation, just a little course, quick course, some tips and getting your life together, handled up and, you know, packaged up neatly. Um, last year, and we talked about this most of last year, didn't we? about the importance of voting, right? Because it just happened to be a certain fourth year. So it was, you know, a lot of big time federal shit that we needed to pay attention to. Um, and so I feel like a lot of people last year were inspired to vote. But you are old enough and you have melanin in your skin, you probably had already voted two times. Okay. Old enough melanin in your skin. You probably had already voted two times. Exercised your right. Those are probably also your first two times that you did it. But you now this, this was not your first rodeo in 2020, right? It's your third rodeo at least. Okay. Unless you gangster, you just know how to do that shit on the regular pay the fuck attention, get to the ballot, do what you gotta do. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, just were of a certain age, got your motivation, well, however many years ago it was now. I don't, 2008, wasn't that the first time? Then 2012, and then 2013 to 17, uh, 8, 16, was it 2012? Okay, it goes 2008 to 2012. We don't skip a year. Then 2012 to 2016, you probably voted, right? Figured out, learned how to do it. 2020 wasn't your first rodeo. If you were young enough, just getting your right to vote, you were probably heavily inspired to make use of your right for the first time that you could. But then hand in hand with that, which is just this interesting little one-off global thing, right? There was this pandemic thing going on so that the more traditional in-line using a machine, no, don't know how to do that, never done it, way to vote. I'm saying me, don't know how to do that. I have never done that. I've still voted three times now, 2020. Um, You know, Maybe you were so legit and so serious about voting that in 2020, you were going to go get in the line and you were going to use the machine and do that. But there just so happened to be this thing going on that a lot of those types of opportunities weren't as widely available. So you had this ability to just do it from home. That's how I prefer to do it. I just do it from home. 
And then I live in a place too, where like, it's just literally, I could walk the trail and go drop off my ballot. Okay. We got a lot of places where you can go drop off your ballot. Um, so that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like people just were inspired and they voted. And so, okay. Where this law got passed that's leading the charge <laughs> is that <laughs> this is why this shit is going down now, people. Okay. <laughs> How long has that state been in existence? Is it one of the original 13? I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are things that do we give a fuck? We don't. Um, but it, you know, it's possibility. It's, it's old as fuck. It's in the gone with the wind. Okay. So right. The last episode movies and shit that we should just not even, I love gone with the wind. Well, I love mammy in that movie. She is running everything in that movie though, too. That's exactly the reason why she got that fucking Oscar. Hattie McDaniel. Shit. Okay. She's the first black woman to get an Oscar, but she ran that shit too, is exactly the fucking reason why she got that Oscar. So anyway, but that's a movie that um, you try and watch it anymore. I, I own the movie on Vudu and uh, I don't watch it all the time. You know, it's a, it's a long ass movie. It's an event type of movie, right? So in 2020, the one time I turned it on to play it, I have it, like I said, in Voodoo. I just was going into Voodoo and pushing play. And they've changed it now when they have this little paragraph, a little black screen and a paragraph that comes on. And they're like, you know, paraphrase. this is a fucked up movie, you know, from a fucked up time. And we don't really endorse this movie. We're just letting you know. <laughs> Enjoy watching it. And it's like, oh, oh, okay, you know, but, um, that movie is from the civil war time and it was definitely on and popping and, you know, up and running, doing its thing that far back. Um, and there was only like, what, fucking a hundred years before that. And I think it was in existence a hundred years before that too. So like what I'm saying, like, I think that state is one of the original 13 or whatever, or it morphed, it was something, and then it morphed into what, you know what I'm saying? Like, have been living in that country, that country. Basically, there are a lot of places within this country that can feel like that, right? Like, it's another country. Uh, <laughs> like Texas. <laughs> as far as y'all's fucking um, energy sources and shit fuck dude that was crazy that was insanity i am so sorry for any hardships that anybody went through from that state listening to this i see you guys so you know bless you um but you know what i'm saying like there's just certain places where it's like shit is so isolated to that it's like what the fuck so it feels like a different country but anyway and then unfortunately this is not a different country you don't feel it's it, that's what i'm saying when 40 others are right in line to do the same shit in a, a separate country experience and that's oh wait a minute yeah no what you know what let me just say this correctly let me get my mind unfucked for a second um I think that what happens and what is sparking this news coverage of this shit morning and night day after day after day right just and then this is how you know now the all-star game and so the economic repercussions and shit. um people are focusing in on a number 
first and foremost. And that's the wrong way to have the conversation. Because I was doing it too, just a second ago. And I was like, there are certain places that feel so isolated. And then I, I was trying, then I couldn't even really keep on that train of thought in regard to this state where this shit has just happened. Because immediately I was remembering, well, 40 more states are doing the exact same thing soon enough. Um, and that was my mistake and where I'm at right now. People are focusing first and foremost on a number 2021. And we go by that number because it's just since Christ, right? So it's 2021 planet has been in existence longer than that, but we're going by the number of 2021 first and foremost, right? So we have this, we're leading with that, and, and that's translating into all of this indignation over the fact that, moral to the story, people, and especially with melanin in their skins, ability to vote has gotten fucked with in 2021. Okay, and that's the wrong lead. That's the wrong headline to the story, okay? Because and then that's fucking your mind on the story too. Um, yeah, it is. It's twenty twenty one. But the country where the law is being passed is not. That's the thing. Don't sleep on that. Don't sleep on that. You're sleeping on that when you're leading with twenty twenty one. Don't sleep on. <laughs> The country that this state is possibly one of the original 13 of. We're talking about the United States of America, okay? Um, I, let me, this is a, a really, it's a dichotomy. I know in the Marvin Gaye, um, Star Spangled Banner episode, in that episode, it's in 2019. And I state that I am so proud to be an American. And that is one thing and it is in its own vein and that can run through you for a reason and it can kind of flow and it can kind of be a reality and then it can be tested it's before 2020 and the injustices that just were brutally our education that we have an unavoidable legacy to certain realities in this country. Prior to that education, where that's what I'm telling you guys, people, it's, it was our firsthand knowledge and experience because I just follow with me and I've told you, I pointed this out before. In my lifetime, prior to 2020, Rodney King is just overtaking the news and overtaking the headlines and you're a child so you probably don't read the new york times every day and you're not watching the dan rather led nightly news you're a fucking kid right so you don't give a fuck about the news like that but just being alive and being in this country and your parents pay attention to the nightly news so just because the tv is on in your house like the only thing that you're being able to be made aware of is that the city of los angeles was getting torn up and just burned up and shit and it was like whoa what the fuck is going on and it was because uh, some just horrific shit had happened but he didn't die and that in my lifetime just unavoidably is what i'd been exposed to he, did, he didn't die 
He had the ability to say, can't we all just get along, right? So that's what I mean when I'm telling you that in 20... And I, you know, I'm I'm using a blanket um, to make this statement. Maybe it doesn't apply to you in that same way. Maybe you have been so much more well-informed about shit that this shit that went down in 2020 wasn't your first personal brutal education to it. But... um let me put it like this. And I think this is definitely what the fact can be. Again, it's like in 2020, there was no ability. It got to a place where there was no ability. That's why it's like, who are these jurors trying to tell me you didn't see that? Um, it got to a place where you just kind of couldn't be not exposed to it. And you couldn't be not aware of a place that you could go click a link to watch it right? And see it happen so that you were not able to be inoculated from that. And that's what I'm talking about. Because if you cannot personally relate to what you couldn't avoid was Rodney King, and then what you couldn't avoid was George Floyd, you've lived in places or it's been your family members and your personal experience where in between those two major milestones, you have had exposure to that brutal education that we have an unavoidable legacy tie to the legacy of our people in this country. Okay. And you can marry who you want to marry, do what you want to do. Um, your tie is unavoidable. Okay. So fuck, you know, for me to make that statement, I'm the result of that. So I own that statement. Um, but it's like, that is what's only real people. That is what's only real. You got the melanin. You have a legacy that is unavoidable. Okay. What I mean, don't let me speak in metaphors. It's this man, the one that really, really, really just the most got to me was the guy that got killed in the garage. Right. Um, because it's like, you can be as light in this shit as you want to be. That's another reason why I own that statement. I'm black, black as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because there's enough in my skin tone. I'm not white. You can't look at me and think that that's my situation. Okay. So, um, you got some color, but you're very, um, at risk of losing your life being the last thing that you will experience as the unavoidable tide of the legacy, dude. That's a, that's just what's real, people. So it's like, I can't have conversations with you when we are not starting at the right focal point. We can't lead with 2021 we have to lead with United States of America, melanin in your skin. You have an unavoidable tie to the legacy of what the experience is for people with melanin in their skin in this country. Okay. And like I, I will say it again, you can marry who you want to marry, have your little relationships with who you want to have. Nobody can tell you love and all that little happy unicorns and rainbow shit. But there is no getting away from the risk that your life 
will unavoidably have of being lost for the unavoidable tie to the legacy of experience for people from this culture in this country. Okay, so you want to try and talk to me about shit that's fucked up here? I can't start processing a conversation with you without that being just the first, you know, place that I'm coming from, my, my perspective. Um, so that's okay. When we're starting there now, what are we having a conversation about as far as what the fuck has just happened here in 2021? So for myself tonight, when I had to push mute, is because they were interviewing the little small businessman that's getting fucked because this law has passed. And why should he have to be the one that's getting fucked? Let's now we can, we've got our backstory. Let's have this conversation. My man, trying to have your little small business in the place you're trying to have your little small business in. That's exactly the intention is that you should be getting fucked right now by those corporations because they're trying to light a fire up underneath your ass to not let them fuck you out of your right to vote. They are definitely fucking your ability, but they're trying to light the fire under your ass to make sure that you do not give up and forfeit and let some little weak ass games that are being played fuck your mind out of exercising your right to vote. Okay. Like my man, it is their intention to be economically fucking you right now. And they're trying to fuck you because they are trying to light the fire underneath your ass to exercise your right to vote. They have made it a law right now to fuck with your ability. And they're trying to light a fire under your ass to exercise your right to vote, to undo their ability to fuck with your ability to vote any further. Okay. Trying to light a fire underneath your ass to exercise your right to vote, to end their ability to fuck with your ability to vote any further. Okay. It's a circle and it's a cycle. So there is no start and there is no end, but there kind of are some little tidbits. I, I, I have, I'm speaking to you the way that I do. I was talking to you about gone with the wind. Is talking to you about how long has that statement in existence? Because why this law just came into existence so quickly into 2021? Because today is April 7th. Okay. So this is only literally the first week of April. And I feel like that being the case, didn't this shit come into law in, in March? I feel like this shit didn't just happen in April. They've been talking about this for a little bit now. 
And I've been not really giving a fuck or not really giving a fuck. And then tonight, like I said, I just muted because I'm sick and tired of hearing this shit coming from a headline that is really trying to fuck your mind like you are not a stock of people that you can recall in your mind's eye, their face, their voice, and the time that you spent with them. You're not related to them. You're not of that person. The stock that they come from. And then your great, 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 great grandfather. Let me ask you a question. The person that you can recall that for most of their life lived before 1964 and that voting right act being in place. Did that person have a picture that they were able to show you of their grandparent? I've seen it. My grandpa had pictures of his grandparents. All right. So I've seen them too. I'm named after mine. Jessica. Yes. Um, so, you know, are you, are you not related? Am I not related to my great grandma, Jessica? Am I not named after her? Black woman, all black. Um, I'm not of her stock. That's not the DNA that I carry. The power, the struggle is nothing but real, has not ever been. And you're fucking your mind in this country. If you think that you can lead with the year, Instead of what you can scratch, touch, and feel, see in the mirror. You got to lead with that, people. I, ju I just, <laughs> I said it like minutes back. I don't know if in our lifetime we're going to ever be able to not lead with that. And that's what I s tell you that I, I start there because I'm more of the, the, I'm just more inclined to not be of the unicorns and rainbows leader you know what I'm saying? like I don't lead with that I I lead with what I know the legacy is see okay so I told you that in 2020 we got the brutal education it wasn't a reminder okay it was our first hand education it was our Emmett Tell right okay my dad couldn't walk down the street safely in Mississippi or Alabama, I don't remember. It would, there's no difference. But I've not ever lived like that until, fuck, I, I see the way that I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I told you they've switched it up now. It's not so much, although we did see that last year too, lynchings that are just these mystery suicides, right? More back in my dad's day, what his fear was, could have been his reality of what could have just about being able to go down for him was a lynching, okay? Um, that's the legacy. Like, that's my father. That's, wow. That's not a memory. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad's not a memory. It's a legacy, but even at that... That's my father's first time to experience something that drastic and life-threatening had not yet had to be my first-hand experience. Now, look, what we've got these mass shootings that happen. That's life-threatening, and that can happen to any of us, and that's not based on, that's random, right? That's random. So there's all kinds of 
life-threatening, random things that we're all subject to, okay? White people, maybe this is a way to open your eyes. There is all kinds of life-threatening, random things that we are all at risk to in our lives. And I think that a lot of us people of color of my generation, not my dad's, I can't go as far back as my dad. My dad is only 23 years older than me, okay? So I can't even go 24 years. Or I can't go 23. I doubt that I could go 20. Years before the year of my birth. To say, oh... 20 years before I was born, you are lumped into this category with me. No, you probably aren't. 20, even only 20 years before I was born, you, 59? Nope. In 59, you're not lumped in to the world I was born into. You were still threatened because of the color of your skin, the safety of your life. Your life is threatened in this country everybody of color because of the color of your skin. Okay. So there's active shooter. Is the movie theater going to get shot up tonight? Random life threatening risks that we're all subject to. Okay. Or add a little color into your skin. And then because of that, your life is threatened to be taken just for that, I'm not going to elaborate, okay? And in 2020 was a lot of our first time brutal education to that fact, this unavoidable tie that we have to the legacy of the experience of our culture in this country. It's an unavoidable tie, people. So when we're starting there, I'm sorry, I am so sorry that I'm not crying for you, that I can't hand you a bottle of water and a granola bar in line without that being illegal. Do you know how to sneak your meal into the movie theater? Okay. <laughs> Me and my sisters, and we would, I would always not be the one carrying the bag. We would get our middle sister. The, she would always be the one. <laughs> we would go to the movies, all three of us, we'd go. And we would have a huge duffel bag full and we would go get the sodas and the candy and put it in the duffel bag because you can roll into wherever with your bag, right? We just so happened to, and fit over, went over the shoulder. So she was always carrying it over her shoulder, this big ass bag <laughs> full of all of the sodas and the candy that we would go to 7-Eleven and we would each go, what's, what do I want? You know what I mean? I don't want whatever the fuck I want in this store of candy. You know what I'm saying? At the right price. And then I'm going to go get like a 20 ounce of some, what flavor? Do, what do I want? Ginger ale? Do I want cherry Coke? Do I want, you know, like whatever specialty in this store, a Hawaiian punch. I'd usually probably land on a Hawaiian punch bowl. Hawaiian punch and like some fucking like a peanut butter Twix bar, bud. 
You know what I'm saying? Like whatever the fuck I want that they don't just only have for five times the price at the concession stand. Okay. So I'm going to go to the movie and I'm going to have my candy and my soda, but I'm just bringing it in this bag that my sister is the one that always, she's just got what it takes. She don't give a fuck. Just put the bag on her shoulder and roll in there with this big ass bag. And she's, she's rolling. What's up? She ain't acting like there's nothing suspicious. So don't look at her. You know what I'm saying? And you can't go into her bag either, Fultz. So we're just about to go into the theater and now let's open up and let's crack everything open, Fultz. <laughs> and have a nice time. It's about to be a nice time up in here. Um, so you do, you know, I'm just like, uh, do you, are you allowed to be in that line with your own bag? And can you put Three bottles of water in that motherfucker because we know how long the lines are, right? Hours. You're going to be there all day in the line. So can, but do you need four? Can you put four in your bag and can you on your way go to the 7-Eleven? I would recommend the 7-Eleven. They just have more um, selection, but you could go to the corner gas station too if you don't have time to go to the grocery store first and buy a fucking box of granola bars full. And... Now have your water and your granola bar as you stand online or you're not going to stand online because you maybe don't want to even have to fuck with learning how to use the machine. Um, so you'll take advantage of the mail-in option, but now they've just changed that up, fucked it up, fucking through abilities. Is this your situation? So now they require some type of a, a specific type of ID, right? Because I, that's what I'm hearing. The place where it's moving to, they're trying to talk about Colorado, right? It's moving to Colorado. So they're trying to talk shit about, well, that's fucked up that they're moving it to Colorado because Colorado has a lot of similar laws. But then I just heard some distinction on that today. So they were like, yeah, you know, Colorado does have a requirement for an ID too. But unlike They've got like a long list of acceptable things that can suffice as your ID, including like this was how specific, like how many options you have in Colorado. They were like, uh, you could take a utility bill that shows your address in your name on the utility bill. And that can be your, that can suffice as your ID. Because here's where I would have been fucked years back. Okay, fuck. Now in order to vote, I gotta have a state ID, right? I can't use just my utility bill. I gotta have a fucking state ID. Well, damn, that's my driver's license. And damn, my driver's license is suspended. And damn, <laughs> my driver's license has been suspended for like three years. And damn, <laughs> I've got all these fees. And damn, the reason why I've got all the fucking fees is because I couldn't afford to pay the fees. This was back before, like, I had a job worth calling a job. I'll tell you, I, my man was so pissed off at me. Uh, he, I was thinking about this just last night. He got so upset with me for me. And it, it took him, like, getting in my shit like that to wake me the fuck up to the fact that I was basically... He explained it to me. He's like, well, what the fuck? Are you volunteering over there? I worked at this little piece of shit place where my didn't start like that. I got to the place where my paycheck was a very suspect and sketchy and not reliable thing. 
my paycheck started to bounce and then it got to a place where they were just flat the fuck out letting us know that they were questionable as if they were able to come up with payroll next paycheck and so and i'm just hanging with them rolling a little family owned little mom and pop shop the little small businessman owner it's your in, it's the intention to fuck you okay They're trying to light the fire underneath your ass to exercise your right to vote to not let them further fuck your ability to vote so struggling barely getting by love them little family atmosphere but my paychecks are starting to get real fucked up and he was just like what the fuck are you are you volunteering over there because he's like if they don't pay you and that's where you go all day long every day to get your money but you cannot rely on your money coming from them are you fucking volunteer you can afford to do that you're just volunteering over there he was so mad our situation wasn't that my money was his money my money didn't affect his money at all but he was so pissed off just for me like he just uh, that was disrespecting me and he didn't appreciate somebody disrespecting me like that he was like what the fuck he's like you can't do that you cannot be someplace where you're volunteering so that's where i worked and my i told i think i've told you guys about this in one of these episodes uh, I used to be a habitual speeder. That's what I got labeled as. I, I understood that was my label the time that I had to go to court. I used to just always get speeding tickets and I just always had to go to court. Like I would get a ticket that was so significant that it always required me to go to court. I couldn't just turn it over and check the little boxes and send in a check. Like I always had to go to court because that's how much I had been speeding. <laughs> so I would just go to court. I'd get a ticket and I'd just go to court and I'd go get my fine and I'd pay the fine. And I just was always handling my business like that. I was always going to every court appearance and I was always paying my fines and shit. And so finally, I did try, you know, as I got these tickets, I was trying to become a little bit more responsible. So I would whittle it down. I was whittling it down like how much over I would speed. So this one day I was speeding 10 over. Okay. But that's whittling it down from how much I had gotten tickets for speeding. And, um, I got, I was 10 over, but I thought, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing good, but I got a ticket and I had to go to court. So I go to court. It's probably like my sixth or seventh time that I've gone to court now, but I just, I don't understand this. So I go to court. I'm just going to go be at court on time and go get my fine and pay it. So I get up to the judge and he, I think I told you guys about this in the episode where I'm telling you about exercising our right to vote. No more excuses, exercising our right to vote. And I got up and the judge took a look at me and then he looked at my little docket thing and he said, what's this? You're a habitual speeder, $500. I was working at a motherfucker where I was volunteering. My man was not okay with that. So... Uh, and then when I just saw his level of anger, it woke me the fuck up to like, wow, that's actually he's yeah, I guess I wasn't thinking about it that I'm volunteering, but that's where I worked. Okay, so uh, my money was not very reliable. And I got a $500 fine in one fell swoop. I had never gotten a fine anywhere near that before. $50, right? $50, so $500 as one fine right here. And now I always knew I always went up to the little window and paid before I left court. So I wasn't gonna be able to pay $500 that day. And I was like, fuck, am I going to jail now? Because <laughs> I cannot pay $500 right now. So I 
it said that and he was like oh you, you gotta go down to the bookkeeper or whatever you know like the little bookkeeper and go down there and so they're gonna work out a payment plan for me but the they're gonna dictate like what the monthly payments are gonna have to be i'm i was volunteering people like my money income was not reliable so like i couldn't even rely on getting the little teeny tiny bit of money that i was making if she was even gonna fucking pay me (laughs) so like my shit was just very tight back then and i go to the window and okay five hundred dollars most we were going to give you is a five month payment plan, a hundred dollars a month. I couldn't pay a hundred a month either. And let me tell you, let me, let me tell you how I was living my life back then. When you get to, when you're in a situation like that, you're so fucking broke. Uh, um, but you're going to live your life too. People, this, are you living like this? Um, stops being a good look after a certain point, but this is the way I lived my life during that decade, the twenties. Not the whole entire decade because it did. I about 25, I finally got a legit well paying job. But prior to that, I was on my own since I was 20. And I, when I started out, I would pay the man every penny that he was owed. And I am not shitting you. The day before next payday, I had 37 cents because I had paid the man every penny he was owed all the time and on time and so after the man was fully paid i had 37 cents but i was a good little girl and i paid the man all his money on time up front all the time and so i'll live on 37 cents the day before i get paid i may need to get gas in this motherfucker but i only have 37 cents but i get paid tomorrow just so i can first and foremost pay the man every penny that he's owed first good little girl but then you know, you get a little life experience and you just want to have a little bit of fun. You just starting to party a little bit. And it's like, uh, that kind of lightens this load a little bit of how just, I don't have any fucking money. <laughs> and guess what? Like, I don't have any fucking money before when I was being a good little girl, but now I like to kind of party and that lightens the load of not having any fucking money, but I, I still don't have any fucking money, right? But what I'm going to do, and I just did this as long as I did it, (laughs) is I started to prioritize differently. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I would just always have half an ounce, dude. I would always go get half an ounce and I would always have half a pint. And then the longer that I did that, it got to, I always had a fifth. And then the longer that I did it, it got to, I always had two fifths. (laughs) At any given point in time, by the time that I cycled out of doing this shit, I, 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 uh, elevated, I progressed to, this was why I needed to stop too. I got to the place where I at all points in time had half an ounce and two fifths on hand at all points in time of one of the fifths couldn't run out without needing to get replenished and why i was doing the fifths well uh where my mom stayed they had a super kmart i don't even fucking think they have those anymore but it was a super kmart and all of a sudden they started to sell them like sam's club sizes of alcohol 
just right there in the store. They had that shit. As soon as you walked in into Super Kmart, as soon as you walked in the front door, they had all these fucking jugs of alcohol. So I had on like 20 bucks, but I could get the each fifth for 20 bucks. So I always, at all points in time, I had a fifth of Captain Morgan and a fifth of Jack, but switch it up every night. One night I like it a little pecan. Doesn't Captain Morgan taste like pecans? Spicy pecans. I love it. It's, mm, with some Coke or Pepsi. Ooh, yes. Nice time. And then, or just most of the time, it's probably Jack and Coke fault. So just mixing me up a Jack and Coke and twisting it up and ready to go. Every I live like that was my priority. So, okay. That being the case, if your priority is your recreation, <laughs> then there's certain other things that are just not. Okay. So <laughs> this, okay. When I got this ticket that I could not pay, it was before I had progressed up to fifths. I couldn't, I hadn't, I wasn't drinking like that yet, but, um, I always had a half pint. At least a half pint, if not a pint, but always a half pint. And this was before I told you guys when I was taking you through the Ebony magazine, I this is before I had progressed up to Jack too. I used to drink Canadian mist. So I would go get me a little half pint of Canadian mist. At all points in time, I had Canadian mist. I always drank whiskey. And then I got turned on to Captain Morgan. And then it was always Captain and Jack. Um, so when I got this ticket that I couldn't afford to pay, I had progressed my lifestyle over to prioritizing always half an ounce and a little half pint of Canadian mist. Okay. And those were my priorities. So those, let me just explain. You're living your life. Those are the bills that you're not going to miss, right? (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm going to always make my rent full. I'm going to always honor my car. No, you're never going to take those two motherfuckers away from me. Okay. Like I may live in my car if some bullshit goes down where like a pandemic hits and I lose my job and shit. Like I'll live in my car if I got to lose my house, but I'm not going to lose either one of those motherfuckers because I don't honor and respect the note. Okay. So I'm always going to do what I got to do as long as I can. Right. To come up with that money. But then like the, the own, I'm telling I had, I guess four bills, but cause I honored my rent and my car note and I honored the weed and the drink. Those were the four bills that were just always going to be paid. <laughs> Other than that, uh, I'm going to eat food too. Like it is not going to be the day before my next payday. And I only have 37 cents. Uh, cause when I used to only have 37 cents like that, the food that I had in my house was a, there used to be this, a local. I don't think they had it everywhere. I think they only had it here in my state, just a little local, but it was almost kind of like a little morph between a regular grocery store and a, one of them like larger club stores. So you could get like big ass sizes of things in the store. And I would go and I would buy a big ass thing of plain tortilla chips. So just chips that you would use to make some nachos. You're going to spice them up. You're going to I would just go get a big ass bag of plain tortilla chips. And then they had to, this was hard living, dude, hard living. Uh, I would go get a big ass, about that same size of the chips, a big ass thing of little, the little mini powdered donuts. I think that they made them fresh there in that bakery. They weren't those donuts that you get at the gas station, those really super processed. They were a little fresher than that. And they were in a, like a, a different, like a bag. I felt like they were making them there in that little bakery. 
But that's I that's the food that I had in my house when I was being such a good girl that I had 37 cents before my next payday because I was making joke money, but I paid the man every penny that he was due. Uh, and so that day before payday that I had 37 cents, the food that I had in my house was what was left of the bag of chips and donuts. That was that was how I used, everybody started with the struggle. Right. But that's how I was living. And I that's when I was a good girl. Now, when I got to the place where I prioritized uh, four bills, it was like, fuck that fool. Like, I am not living off of chips and powdered donuts in this motherfucker. Like, I'm going to have food, too. Okay. So, you know, uh, I'm sorry. Your little fucking $500 ticket that you're only going to break down into $100 a month. But I ain't got no fucking leftover $100 a month to pay you for the next five months. Fuck that. Right. But I signed my name to it. (laughs) (laughs) so that first bill came up and I feel like it was just I don't even I don't think they were sending me monthly statements on it or anything it was just like here's our address and every month bitch you better send this money in and be on time or whatever I feel I know that I made one payment and I'm like guaranteed like when I signed my name to it right there in that moment I had no intention of just completely fucking the obligation and disrespecting the obligation. And so I know that the first month came up and I made a college try at trying to incorporate that extra hundred dollar bill into my lifestyle when I was volunteering for this. Let me remember where I was at. I was volunteering. My man got into my ass about how in the fucking dare am I being someplace where I go all day every day and I'm basically volunteering over there. I can afford to do that. Not that it, like I said, it didn't have shit to do with my money situation and his money situation. It's not like my money situation not being legit was impacting him in some way. Um, and he would have helped me out if I would have needed it. But you know what I'm saying? Like he just did not want me being disrespected. Like that. But that's where I worked. So my money was very funny. I could not incorporate on top of just being able to come up with the four bills that I would always come up with. I've, the hundred extra shit couldn't do it full so I did it one time and it was too much I couldn't do it and let me even tell you guys too like back in those days I worked two jobs because yes her little fucking um look this is okay I started working there and she was only paying me like even less than when I was volunteering okay and so that wasn't enough. I couldn't get by. So I had a second little job. I used to work at a jewelry store and I would go a couple nights during the week and every Sunday, all day Sunday, I would go work at the jewelry store too. So I have always been a hard worker. I have all, that's what I'm saying. Like I have always done whatever I have had to do to come up with rent and my car note. Then just as, you know, life is too short, I started adding in recreation. So there were two other bills that I always honored and respected too. (laughs) I enjoyed being able to honor and respect my weed and drink bill as well. Okay. I, I loved the time that I lived my life like that. Okay. But like I said, just for me, it's my own, I'm judging. Yes, I'm judging because I've been there, done that. It just got to a year age in my life cycle where it was like, this is no longer going to be able to be maintained as a good look so it just had to completely stop um but that's what was up dude like I just I'm glad that I morphed into just being able to lighten up like that too where I was like I'm not going to be living on 37 cents before 
the day before I get paid. Here's just one quick little tip too, just for anybody that's struggling like this, because this struggle, this was the struggle was real. This is beyond being black. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just your own personal life struggle that could come your way with, with money and just getting what you're getting at a time. Um, that being the case too, like I, I just came into debt and so, and not a whole lot, thank God, not a whole lot because I had no credit, um, to fuck up. <laughs> I didn't have like a line of credit that I could fuck up. This was right after I was out of college. Um, so that age range, a credit card may reach out to you and they're going to give you like a little thousand dollar limit. And I got two little thousand dollar limit credit cards and I ran them up and I'll tell you how I would do that. I would go to the McDonald's drive-thru and put it on the credit card. And so just after a thousand dollars worth of that on two cards, they were done. I couldn't do that anymore. Right. And I was volunteering. So it just, life was real. (laughs) And so then it got to the place where, uh, because you'd run up the credit cards to the limit, the bill monthly bill each month was getting to be more and more and more. And like I said, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't incorporate those bills into my lifestyle. This was before I was incorporating recreation. It was just to live. And so I couldn't do it. And they just, they had to slip, they had to start slipping and then they go to collections and then, um, collections is harassing you and they're trying to make you feel like they're going to strong arm you into having to come up with a payment plan. And then my mom was hilarious about this too. She was like, okay, Mija, if they call you and they tell you that, cause this is people and do this, you control the narrative. Okay. She was like, all right, let them have a conversation with you about having to get on a fucking payment plan. And she's like, and you tell them how much you can send them every month is $5 a month. <laughs> you can send them $5 a month. And if that doesn't work for them, fuck them. Okay. Like you, you are probably not going to get on the payment plan, right? So don't do it. <laughs> but like, if you do want to like entertain the conversation with them, tell them what you can give them is $5 a month. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, okay. Well, I didn't even have time. Look, right. I didn't even have time to play games with anybody like, because full, I'm not even going to take the time to write a fucking $5 check to you. So <clears throat> I could afford $5, but I'm not, I don't have time to write a $5 check. So no. I didn't even get to a place of having those little bullshit conversations with people. I just let people do what the fuck they have to do. Do what you got to do, fool. I'm not getting on any kind of a fucking payment plan. What the fuck do you think? I didn't already pay the fucking bills in the first place for it to get to you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not able to work out a payment plan. And I don't even want to. More than I don't have the time to spend to write you a $5 check, I don't want to spend the $5. I would rather be able to get another little half pint this month. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I did not get into pressured and bullied into any type of payment plans on shit that had gone to collections. And this is exactly why though. This is a nugget of knowledge my mom gave to me. And I was so young people, but I think you just kind of have to look at your life and you have to, you have to look this far down a tunnel one time in your life, maybe if you have to, and just, you gotta just ask yourself some questions. So I was, this was, this was, I was 23. Okay. I'm 23 now. Um, shit is in collections. Right. And you know, and my mom's telling me to have the $5 a month conversation. So and I'm not doing that. So all of my shit is just still in collections and I, my credit is fucked. I have no credit now, right? Cause I can't go get any more credit cards. Fuck. As it was, they gave me a $1,000 credit card. Okay. And I fucked that up. So there's, I can't go get another credit card. I have no credit now. I have no credit. I'm not going to give them $5 a month. 
And my shit is all in collections. Okay. I'm 23, too. And one day, my mom tells me this. She's like, Miha, I saw Star Jones. This was a long time. This is how far back. On The View. And she was talking about, like, right now. Because what at that point, like, Star Jones is in her 40s or whatever, right? And she was like, if she would have known then what she knew now, she Star Jones herself would have gone back to her younger self. And she would not have worked so hard to have gotten herself out of debt and, like, paid off shit that was in collections and worked out these very stringent and aggressive and bullied into payment plans with fucking collectors and shit. Because an alternative to that to just more freely live your life, people, is to say, fuck it. (laughs) And just let it sit there and go. (laughs) And don't pay it back. It's going to have to be something that everybody takes an L on, okay? You're going to take the L to the fuck up that it does to your credit. They're going to take an L because they're going to lose the money. Um, They're probably not going to sue you. I never got sued. But mind you, I didn't have, I hadn't run up $25,000 of debt. I had run up $2,000 in debt. <laughs> Plus just whatever the little fees that they add on everything. So it was, it was more than that. It was probably, because you know, the fees and how long, you, you know, let's call it maybe 5000 right? But even at that, it's like, that was too much. I couldn't comfortably live life i was volunteering mind you where i'm at still i'm volunteering i haven't gotten a legit job (laughs) i'm volunteering for this bitch i can't incorporate these stringent over-the-top aggressive payment plans i couldn't add the hundred dollars a month for this ticket into my payment plan lifestyle you know what i'm saying so um this is a little bit of a deviation that my driver's license reminded me i will loop back I'm going to wrap this up here so I can move back to our main topic of conversation. But I did want to, at one point, pass this little nugget of information on to you guys. Fuck it. I'm not paying it back. Everything is in collections. I didn't pay it to the credit card people. I didn't pay it to Visa and I didn't pay it to MasterCard. Okay, They sold it to the little collection agency and I'm not paying the fucking collection agency either. And they can threaten me and they can get bullying and they can call me five times a day, every day my phone ringer just turns off. That's how I got, I've told you guys in the past too, like I don't really do a telephone that much because there was a long time where I was just getting harassed on the phone all the time. You know, you, you turn your ringer off, you live your life. You're going to live life, people, comfortably, and you're going to control the narrative. Hmm. That'll be a little segue back into what we're talking about too. Um, but what, The nugget of what Star Jones said is because there is basically, don't fuck with it too much, but there is basically a seven year window of time that you are going to have to take an L and you're going to have to commit to. You're going to have to commit to being financially, economically kind of fucked for seven years. You're going to not be able to have credit for seven years um, because this debt that you're, you're going to just say, fuck it. I'm going to disrespect the debt. I'm not going to honor the debt. I'm not going to pay the debt back. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's like a, a seven and that's what I'm saying about, you know, I'm not a lawyer and I ain't trying to give you complete legal advice or anything, but I'm just giving you a little bit of life advice, especially if you're young enough or even it doesn't necessarily have to be about your age, but just what you can afford to adjust to for that period of time. Like that in when 2020 happened and, you know, economic hardships came on a lot of people you got to kind of just that definitely 
would have I was definitely recalling things that I've already been through as far as my finances are concerned. There's a seven year period of time where shit can sit on your credit report, right? And it's going to be just a glaring, blaring fuck up for you. You're not going to get any more credit. Okay. You're not going to get a loan for a house. You're not going to get a loan for a car. I am not going to get the convertible Mustang, the cherry red with the sparkles in it, the GT too. Okay. I, I would say over the seven years, I couldn't let go of my dream to have my car. And many times over the years, I thought, okay, is it maybe enough time in the seven years now? Let me go try. I tried to get a Mustang so many times over the years and I'd go, I'd go into the dealership and I'd go spend the hours and I'd go find the car and I'd test drive the car and I'd want this car. This one is fine. I want this one. And, um, couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. Credit. This it's a true thing. So your credit will be fucked for seven years and you're not going to be a strong candidate for credit. Okay. But can you afford that? Can you afford that seven years? What the fuck? What did I, I couldn't, I couldn't get my car for seven years. That's fine. I haven't known. Um, and I, I haven't known. I have better than any of those ones that I would have ever settled for. Those, those ones were settling. Those ones were settles because my baby girl right now, I didn't settle on shit. My little girl right now, she's so beautiful. So she's my baby. Cause I don't have any. So yeah, that's my baby. Um, but yeah, you're going to be the weakest candidate for credit for seven years. Can you afford it? Are you, tr- do you need to be in a house in- before seven years are up? You gotta be real or can you not? And so realistically what happened for me, I was 23, seven years. I was 30. Oh, fuck. As it was at 23 to be 30 seemed like I would have been so fucking old. it seemed so fucking far off but at the exact same time it was just like fuck it i'm not really living my life at 23 for 30 yet you know what i'm saying so it was something that i could just kind of i could strap in i i had the time to give fuck i've had time to give to fucked up relationships and people that didn't deserve my time i to less detriment I was able to strap in for seven years with the finances. Okay. And so the, I just, I played with it though. Like I said, I played, I tested it. I tried to go get this Mustang all of those probably seven times in seven years. <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's legit. Nope. You're not a qualified candidate. You've got this. I remember one time I went into more of a luxury. It was a little bit more of a luxury place. I didn't realize that until I got into it. I had seen the car in a listing. The car was beautiful. It drew me in there. And when I got in, I was like, oh, this is kind of a fancy place. And so the man that sat down with me, he got arrogant and he was like, you have um, unpaid. What did he do? He told me unpaid medical bills. And it was like, what the fuck do I have that's a medical bill? But it may have just been like a copay or some type of a, you know, follow up bill, like after you paid your copay and you owed the, just shit like that. It just, and he said, and I had a cable bill too. <laughs> and he said that to me with just such disgust. And that's what I had on my credit report. And they don't, you know, he's like, and I, he was like, so we can't work with you. And I was just sitting there. I was trying to like understand. I, I wanted more of the details because that's the thing too. When they run your credit report like that, just 
just ask him for a little bit of specifics. You'll get a better idea. Because let me tell you this. By the time that that man was only telling me about that medical bill and some fucking unpaid cable bill, I was like, oh, well, fuck, that's all you see? Because there's a lot of shit that's come off of there now. <laughs> just getting a little idea for free about what your credit report is. This is, you know, I, I don't know that they always gave you the credit reports for free. Just get a little bit of a feel for free on what the fuck is on your credit report. So truthfully, like he was just disgusted that I had those things. Um, but I was like, there's been some improvements. <laughs> so, but then he was like, excuse me, I have paying customers that are in here with me now that I need to go. I was like, oh, okay, fuck you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, this is what happens. You get your credit together and then you are, and this, I had a boss that told me this a couple of years later. He was my boss at the jewelry store and he was just, he was explaining the benefits to getting my credit together. And he was just like, cause then, and he didn't even know about my dream about getting the Mustang, but he was like, then you become, you know, you get your credit together and you become this candidate. They call you miss, you know, and what can they throw in extra? And they're going to give you such a good interest rate and your payment's going to be right. So he was like, there's some benefits to getting it together. And I was like, okay, that stayed in my mind. And I had that experience when I went in and bought the Mustang. Um, but you know, prior to that, what happens? You can't get the Mustang, okay? You're probably not going to get the loan for the house uh, on your own, you know, without a co-signer and shit. And what happens? You, guess what you have to do? You can't fuck up your credit anymore because you can't get credit. So you have to learn how to live on cash and you have to learn how to live within your means. When you can only deal with cash, motherfuckers, what can you afford? And only what you can, because you can't extend yourself you know what i mean so i had seven years to get my shit my mind adjusted to i could only afford what i could afford really full like i can't extend myself so i could do no more damage you know what i mean like for seven years i was protected from being able to fuck anything else up and like i said too i was young enough it's not like i had been given a twenty thousand line of credit that i went fucked up and now no i had like by the time fees into like five thousand dollars a debt you know what i mean but that's enough to fuck up your number <laughs> um but that's the only tip that i can give to anybody that may find themselves confronted with an amount of debt that they are not able just realistically in your situation full and guess what your situation may be you're gonna honor your rent your car note your weed and your drink you know if you're within an age range that's do your life. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with tasting that and then understanding it's no longer a good look. But there's a time that you can, you know, taste it. That may be your situation. Your situation may just be that you're going to live your life full. You're not going to be under all of the stress and pressure and, and letting somebody else have their thumb on you. You know what I mean? You're, you're going to control the narrative. So, you know, control the narrative and know that there's a certain amount that you're not going to be able to honor it. Okay. You're going to have to disrespect the debt and it's going to sit there and it's going to fuck your ability to do anything that involves credit for seven years about that's what I'm saying. Don't fuck with this. Um, because there's, there's games that you can try and play to reach out to everybody that's on that thing that says that you owe them money and dispute it. Don't, Look, okay, so I had been given that advice very early on and I didn't take it because you know why? I didn't have time to reach out to all these people and write the letter and shit, you know, I just didn't want to write these that many letters. So 
But I, over the years, I tried to get the Mustang. Okay. Now I was getting closer to that seven year window and I was making good money at that point. And you know, fuck, it's like, um, I was still living (laughs) my life. (laughs) I didn't, I could afford to, but I just didn't feel like, uh, incorporating all these little fucking payment plans into place that I would have just started like five years late into paying off all of that debt. Cause you can do that too. It's like, you can wait five years and then, you know, get your financial situation together and then come back and approach that debt and just reach out and start making the payment plans. I didn't, it wasn't about time. It was about a motivation. I didn't really want to do that. It was like, fuck it full commit. I'm committed to the seven years. <laughs> I'm committed to just letting it get fucked. I ain't, I'm going to have to fuck it. I'm going to have to disrespect this debt. Even though like there became a point in the seven years that I could have afforded to pay it back. I, I committed to what I had originally committed to not to pay it. <laughs> so, but at about the five point mark though, like I really was in a better position to afford to get the Mustang and I wanted that to happen. And so I remembered that advice I had been given to write letters to all of your creditors and say, you dispute it. And then it's this game of if in like 30 days, they don't respond back to you in writing, contesting that you don't owe them the money, basically writing you back and saying, bitch, yes, you do owe us this money. And here's a fresh letter detailing all, you know what I mean? Like if they don't hit you back with their, um, you know, contestation that you don't owe them money, well, then you can have the proof that you sent the letter. You didn't get a response and you can contest that debt and you can request that it come off of your credit report. You can play that game. And, and I was, you write the letters to everybody because, you know, if you got 10 creditors, seven of them might not write you back. You know what I'm saying? You're rolling the dice. You're playing a game. You know, you owe that debt. That's, I don't want to write a lying letter like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to write a lying letter like that. So. I didn't do it at first, but when I got to the five-year mark, I had the money, but I had something in mind that I was trying to acquire and I wanted to play the game. So I had, by that point, um, I'd gotten a car. I'd gotten a car that I needed. I'd gotten the car that I've told you about, the, the SUV that I needed. I had been able to get that. The credit had improved a little bit enough to get that. And I could afford the payments and everything, but I wanted the second, I wanted the Mustang. And so I want, I needed that number to improve my credit number to improve just a little bit. So because I had gotten my car financed through a credit union, they had this free service that they would just, they had a financial counselor you could talk to for free, ask them whatever questions you want. So I called them up. I called up a financial counselor and I said, Hey, I've, I told him my whole story, you know, ran up some debt seven years, five years back, I I heard there's a seven year window, you know, and I just committed, I'm not paying it. At the end of the seven years, I've heard it's supposed to fall off. But I also heard that there's a tactic that you can use to write letters to all your creditors and dispute that they, you know, you owe them the debt. And if they don't write back to you, it has to come off of your credit report. And the man was like, you know what, that's, this is where I'm giving you guys the, don't play with it tip. 
He was, and mind you, I was going to try and play this game. I was going to try and write these lying letters at five years. I had my sights set on something that I wanted and I was rolling the dice on maybe I was going to start writing these lying letters to people five years later. Um, he was like, don't do that. Don't, don't play that game. Cause here's what can happen to you. Here's how you could get fucked. Okay. <laughs> don't do that. You've been doing this already for five years. You've just been riding this out for five years. You only got two more to go. Don't do that now. Write those letters to all your debtors. Say you got 10, say seven of them do write you back within 30 days. Guess what gets to happen? That debt gets to reset. Okay. So they, you waited five years. You play this little game. You send them your little lying letters. And this is what you would get too. This is what you would get. Cheaters never prosper. You read your little lying letter at five years because you got something you got your site set on and you're trying to hurry up and get your credit number improved. Oh, well, guess what, bitch? They remember you and they're going to write you their letter back on the 28th day. Okay, make sure they get it in that window of time. And they're going to confirm that, yes, you do owe them this amount of debt. Guess what gets to happen? That seven-year window gets to restart as of the date of their letter confirming that you owe them the debt. Now they have an additional seven starting all over again. Bitch trying to play a game all over again. We're going to reset the clock. We got seven more years to try and get this money from you again because you you nibbled. <laughs> so don't do that mom was like don't do that if any of them write you back and confirm the debt your clock of seven years starts all over again don't you've gone five you've only got two to go don't play that game so that was amazing advice to get at that point in time Whew, i'm glad i didn't do that <laughs> so i just ended up writing it out for seven years people i wrote it out for seven years i didn't pay back any of the debt and the debt all went away and the credit score just by that and getting more money, you know, and paying every bill that I had on time in that meantime, because I was paying everything with cash. And I did, I honored those, I couldn't extend, I couldn't overextend myself. You know, I could only pay what I could afford. I had to do everything with cash. So, you know, that cleans up, you start to set yourself an on time paying record, you don't overextend yourself, you can't fuck yourself up any more than you already have. You were young enough to wait it out for seven years. I was only fucking 30 when this thing was done, you know, shit, credit number was as beautiful as it can get. And it was like, damn, that it was that's a way to go. That's a way to go. Now I, I'm telling you, you can do that early 20s or you know hardship really hits and life gets really real at an older age you, you can look at it again too like seven years really the only thing I can say I can look at that the only thing that adjusted was like positive things it was a very positive thing for me in that period of time to operate completely off cash it just was a, that's the best way to live your life you know what I mean but also it just, I feel like I prospered in that time too. I finally got a real job. I stopped volunteering. My money was no longer funny and I was just, you know, able to do things with cash. So that's just a tip that I could give. But before I got there in the seven year period of time, got that ticket, they put me on a hundred dollar a month payment plan. I was volunteering, couldn't afford to do it, got fucked up, couldn't pay those bills. They sent me a letter. Your license is suspended. Your license is suspended. 
So, okay, well, damn, I still have to drive to work every day and wherever the fuck else that I want to go in life because I do have a car. <laughs> so I continued to drive for like three years on a suspended license. <laughs> because I just, yeah, I didn't have the money to cut. Because guess what? They were not working with me on a payment plan anymore. It was like, bitch, your license is suspended. You want to get it unsuspended. You owe the full amount of money, probably plus some late fees and shit. So it was just years later. Finally, what also happened is that my actual driver's license expired because, you know, it's only good for a certain amount of years. Well, I got to that year where it expired and I was like, fuck, dude, this is too much of a gamble now. Um, let me go ahead and get everything taken care of. So went in and paid the fees but that's what i'm saying if uh, let's let's go back to our story now <laughs> voting if they've got something on you where you have to have a state license is your shit suspended go get your shit taken care of it's all about how important it is for you to vote but if you're that little small business owner who's getting fucked um how important it is to vote should be very important to you. If there's things that you have to do and get cleaned up to do what you got to do, the next time you can vote is maybe November, June. Maybe you got to miss the June time frame. You got to get some shit together. You got some, got to get some shit set aside. November is the next time to vote because you need to be paying attention to who is the governor. When does his term end? Who are the people that handed him that thing that he signed into law? When did their terms end? When is their voting time frame that I get to go put my ballot in on them. Yeah. Who are the people and when do I get to vote? Oh, in November. And I owe some money to get my state ID intact. Okay. Let me get this money together. I got until November. I got until October. I got until end of September, right? Cause we know how they can try and fuck some other abilities up. Right. So just we're playing games right now. We're playing games, but I can play because I'm a smart enough cookie. So if they make it that I can't just go vote with my utility bill, but my shit is suspended and it has been for however many years now. <laughs> and I got to just, I need to get my life together better than this. Let me set aside. Let me look into how much I have to pay. Guess what? <laughs> I also have to retake the driving test. <laughs> Oh my God. When I finally went to go get my license taken care of, I had to retake the fucking driving test. <laughs> I had to pay all those fees, probably plus, plus the late fee. Uh, and I had to retake the driving test. So, you know, just that's don't wait until uh, October to go get your license situation taken care of because that's exactly what I did. My shit had expired. I had the money to pay it now. I went into the DMV and I waited all day to be able to get up, take my picture, got my little thing. They were, then you go over to the window and they're going to hand you your new license. And when I got over there, she looked me up. Now, mind you, this, I was fucked because I had tried to do the right thing before this. Just a quick little note. One time before this day, I had gone into the DMV in the county where I had gotten that last ticket and I waited all day to get up to the counter and say, hey, I'm here. My license is suspended. I'm trying to get this shit taken care of today. The lady looked me up and she said, there's nothing in here for you. Your license is not suspended and you don't owe any fees. But I just sat in here and I waited all day and you guys had sent me letters years back. Well, fuck it. Okay, fine. I guess I'm straightened out and whatever. So I thought I was good to go. 
Then a couple years after that, my license had just expired. I go to the DMV. I feel like I'm go- I'm just going to get this renewed before I'm driving on an expired license. I go up to pay and she says, oh, no, your license has been suspended a long time ago and you owe a whole bunch of fees. So be- I can't give you this new license today because on top of this, you have to retake the driving test and you can't take the driving test today. You have to schedule an appointment to do that. That's on their availability. So you have to, you know, go get that scheduled. You'll have to come back in, take that test and pass it. (laughs) And then we can give you an updated license. (laughs) So don't fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? You may have that little wrench thrown into your little plans. I feel like that took me about another month to get that scheduled and worked out. Um, I just feel like it was the availability to get that shit scheduled. So telling you. Don't let people control the narrative. You be in charge and in front of your own shit. Okay, so, you know, maybe they make you have to get a a state ID or license in order to be able to vote. Is that your situation? Do you have all of that shit to get cleaned up? Get started. Get your life together. How important is it to you to vote? Especially, are you a small business owner that's getting fucked right now? Because it is the intention that you are the one to be getting fucked. They're trying to light the fire underneath your ass to exercise your right to vote, to prevent them from being able to fuck with your ability to vote any further. You gotta get, you gotta stop. speaking in bullshit you know what I mean like that I it's just the language of bullshit stop speaking in bullshit stop hearing the motherfuckers um in congress that are a part of these clansmen descendants that are you know running that state we're not talking with elephants in the room the people that make those laws are direct descendants the people that they can recall in their mind see their face and hear their voice and recall the time that they spent with them were the ones that were taking them down to the little monuments that are in their state by those daughters of the whoever civil war whatever right and they were taught to sing the songs and the clansmen are their heroes and they are direct descendants of the grand pumbaa wizard woomba who you know clown in the clan like that's who they're from and that's the reason why they're passing laws to fuck with your ability to vote. Like, we're not going to talk in bullshit. Don't talk in bullshit. Somebody that's talking in bullshit is the highest guy in the Republican Party in Congress. And he's telling these corporations, stay out of politics. It's not what you're built for. It's like, you're talking in bullshit. You're talking in, there's nothing wrong with this law. This law is legal. This law makes it more secure. No, the law makes it more white. The law makes it more, hopefully, something that is the first time that has ever happened in your state. I still haven't made this point. It's your state has been in existence for since. Are you one of the originals? So 1776, is that what it is? I don't know. They came over here before that. But then 1776 is when they fought the Revolutionary War, right? Is that when everybody officially became official? I don't know. I don't really give a fuck, right? We know that, like, it's been back since 1619, that shit was in place. And I think that's the original 13 is that far back. So at 400 years, let's just say 400 years, right? Has your shit been in existence for 400 years? And 2020 was the first time in the existence of your shit that enough came out and voted that they made it that the representation that your state has in Congress is the party that is not super conservative 
in the past, the Democratic Party was the conservative party. The Republican Party was the non-conservative party. It doesn't matter the name of it. It's just that in 2020 was the first time in the existence of your state that enough came out and voted too. <laughs> that they made your representation in Congress be such that y'all are fully represented as the not conservative party. We're not going to talk in bullshit. The reason why this little fucked up fucking with your ability to vote law has happened prior to April 1st in the following year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Today is only April 7th. I have been hearing about this bullshit for longer than a week now. I know. I feel like, so then this shit happened in March, right? It happened in the end of March, right? I feel like this shit happened before April 1st, didn't it? So guess what happened? For the very first time in the 400 year existence of this place, enough came and voted that they made their representation be not conservative. And these motherfuckers took an L and they have not slept since then. And they have gotten creative and they have come. I feel like it's probably their best shot. They may not have hit you with their best shot, but I feel like they've probably hit you with a pretty strong shot. Okay. So that's where it's like people, I think they've taken the law as far as they can take it because this is what I'm telling you. This is why I say that I can guarantee you that if this law that they just passed prior to April 1st, I'm pretty fucking sure if they could have put it into law that a has to guess the exact amount of jelly beans in the jar in order to be able to vote. I promise you that is what these Klansmen would have made the lobby. Okay. We're not talking in bullshit. There's no elephants in this room. So I feel like they've hit you with probably their strongest shot. Hit me with your best shot. You know, they probably hit you with their best shot. Cause if they could have made their shot include the jelly bean jar, they would have done that. Okay. Then your right to vote would pretty much be more the conversation that we're having. They fucked with your ability to vote. Okay. They've fucked with it. They've made it inconvenient for you. What is your stock? Who is the person that in your mind you can recall their face and the sound of their voice and the time that you've spent with them that spent more of their time before 1965 than after it? And they are who you are from. And when they got their right to vote in 1965, they would not have given a fuck if somebody could not come and hand them a bottle of water while they were waiting in line because they would have waited in line more than a day. They would have camped out. Y'all motherfuckers can go camp out for Black Friday. You can go camp out to get the first ticket to a fucking concert or a fucking movie franchise. They would have camped out. And guess what? They didn't fucking have bottled water back then. They didn't have water in bottles. That wasn't an idea that had occurred to anybody yet. I mean, I'm serious. Like, before 1965, did you, I'm, I'm like, so this is now like just facts. Did they literally, I'm talking about literally, did anybody sell water in bottles back in those days? I'm like, I'm just completely so serious. 
I don't know if you um, bought water <laughs> and like that. Like you paid your water bill for your house and shit. But I don't know if like people bought water um, back in those days. So if they would have made a part of the Voting Rights Act in 1965, the fact that motherfuckers couldn't hand you a bottle of water, that would have affected them not. Okay. And they would have fucking camped out in line to be able to vote. Okay. And they also would have been able to understand that they could probably bring along a fucking candy bar or something, you know? Um, they would have been, let's go back to what I said, standing in a line. So like an ability to do this shit from home wouldn't have even occurred to them. And they wouldn't have been bitching about that being leveled down let me tell you some shit that's going on in my state right now so i'm finally in the group that can come and get this fucking vaccination and i want it of course i want it but i can't fucking get it either right is this what you're experiencing because oh everybody can get it now but they don't fucking have the supply so basically just about nobody can get it everybody can get it but we really only have supply for about nobody to get it okay but Here's what you can do. They, my fucking local news had the nerve to do this. So they, they had this bitch sitting in our capital city and she was like, yeah, you know, it's really hard to get the vaccination appointment right now, but here's something that you can do. You know, get onto the little search site and, and put your radius for like the whole state. Don't limit it to like only 50 miles from you. And she's like, and I did that just now. And so from where she was sitting in the capital city, she was talking about a little town that is in like the corner of our state, probably six hours away. <laughs> and she was like, and today they have an appointment at 2.30. I mean, I can go get it down there. Um, I want it. I'm not doing that, though. Okay. But how bad do you want to vote? the small businessman that's getting fucked right now because these people descended from the clan just passed that law. We got to understand what we're leading with. We're not leading with that. It's 2021. Okay. We can't lead with that because what we cannot separate from the year 2021 is the location where this shit is happening. Where if you have melanin in your skin last year, we were all made hip to the fact there is an un avoidable link to the legacy that is the experience of our culture in this country we have to lead with where the fuck this shit is happening not when okay so how badly do you want to vote small businessman that's getting fucked because you're trying to have a business where you are trying to have a business but unfortunately i can't even hone in on your location like your zip code because the headline that I got this morning is that 40 additional states are about to pass the exact same type of shit. Okay, people, we look like we do. We can scratch our skin and it looks the way that it does. They, what? <laughs> In this country, what the fuck have they ever done but try and fuck with our ability to vote people i need you to get you've got to get your life straightened out for before we can try and talk about this okay like if, if you can't understand we we're not we are not talking in bullshit okay so the law was passed to fuck with your ability to vote you need to get your life together you need to understand where the fuck 
you were living, that the first law just happened, okay? I cannot try and have a conversation with people that are living there in bullshit, okay? Because it's... The very first state that did that is because it is the, it's, it's that state. Uh, I, I can't people, this doesn't have to do with time. It has to do with like an ability for ignorance. I, I'm not that stupid. Okay. So I can't have that conversation. Uh, yes. <laughs> you guys for the first time in the 400 year existence of that place just made it not being represented as conservative i.e. like clansmen, i.e. like lynchings and smiling for the camera in front of the charred body. Uh, <laughs> that's why the law passed first there. So stop with anything other than we're starting the conversation from that perspective. Okay, I just I'm not going to with you. So when, you know, a week into this situation, the new information is that 40 additional states are about to do this. Well, fuck people. Um, I don't know where for us. We're not going to be experiencing this. So here's some tips. Get a duffel bag full. And if you prefer your shit chilled and shit, my dad used to always every day, he had this little cooler, he would take the the actual cooler screwed out of the lid and he'd put that in the freezer. So it freeze, freeze back up every night. And then all throughout the day, it would just melt. But starting out in the morning until he got home at night, his shit was still cold in that, you know, he froze it overnight. So it was a solid chunk of ice. And then just throughout the course of the day, it cools down. Fuck. I watch America's test kitchen all the time. They did a little test on, do you know what the fuck is the best thing that you can buy to chill your food? Just a fucking bag of ice. You don't have to go out and buy the $3,000 fancy cooler. It does no better in the test of how long it keeps things cold and at this certain frozen temperature than a fucking bag of ice. Okay. So you can get your little portable cooler because if you want like just really nice and cold water. Okay. And if you maybe want like a nice little gourmet ham and cheese with your mayonnaise on it sandwich, so you don't have to worry about the mayo going bad by the time that it's been seven hours and you finally get to get up to the front of the line to be going into the building to vote. Just a tip. So that you don't really have to give a fuck if it's illegal and a misdemeanor for somebody to hand you a fucking bottle of water. That's not going to be your limitation. You're still going to be able to fucking vote, okay? That's not kicking you out of the game because you're from stronger stock than being a little, I'm not going to use that word, weakling. Who's going to let these fucking games that these clansmen are playing with you take away your right that you have now? They're fucking with your ability. That's what the fuck is happening. But are you stronger than their little fuck with your ability? Because like I said, they may not. I don't know. We don't really want to try them. Okay. They may not have come with their best shot, but I can guarantee you they crafted and have not slept since. Because here's another, this is a little bit of specificity for this particular location, right? Everybody else's results were in and even their results were in. But everything was so fucking close that they had to do the whole fucking thing over again. So they did not officially get their results until 2021. That's what people were not talking in bullshit. 
you've got to see where the trajectory of this shit is. They didn't get their results until, wasn't it the middle of January? I feel like it was after inauguration, right? They then got their results or right, or right before that. It was January. They got their results. These motherfuckers didn't know that they had to take the L until January of 2021. That for the first time in their 400 years of existence, their representation in their state is completely non-conservative, non-Klansmen. They have not slept because it, I like I, it's April 7th. I'm pretty fucking sure I've been hearing about this longer than a week. They have not slept <laughs> since January when they realized they were dealt the L. They haven't slept. They've gone into their little creativity room, their little creativity space, fucking with the law. And I'm pretty sure that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure they took it as far as they could because they've never had to deal with this in 400 fucking years. They haven't slept. January to the end of March. They haven't slept to get this shit in place, figured out, getting creative, doing the research, taking things as far as they can. I don't think that in their particular state, they have the right to revoke the 1965 Voting Act. I don't think that like individual states can undo that federal law. So as far as they could take it, I'm pretty fucking sure they probably have come with their best shot. People, I, I don't know. They may have. If they haven't, they have very slightly more that they can do. Okay. Because I'm pretty fucking, I'm just, they've never dealt with this level of an L in 400 years. And so how in their feelings that they are about it, I'm pretty fucking sure that if they could have said that your seven times back grandfather had to not be a slave in this country, they would have fucking made that the law. And if they could have said that not even a plus or minus of five, you got to guess the right number of jelly beans in the jar, they would have done that too. Okay, so I'm pretty sure they've hit us with their best shot. What is your stock? Where do you come from? Who can you remember? Couldn't have gave a fuck about a bottle of water. Didn't even know what the fuck that is. And I didn't connect this point, but if on top of just finally being granted the right to vote, they would have also been told that they had two options to camp overnight in line, which they would do or do it from home. But there's one drop box in your state, your capital city, and you live six hours away from there. Guess what they would have done? So, you know, did I start out the story by telling you that for myself, the drop box is just down the trail. I literally can just want to go get some fresh air, walk down the trail, drop it off. Okay. I don't know. Do I live in one of the next 40? If I have to go about voting the way they're trying to make me go about getting the vaccine, mm, I've learned the importance of my vote. I will find the location that I can go drop it off and let them take that away too.
Because if I just finally have to learn how to go work the fucking machine, I'm a smart enough cookie. I'm a smart enough cookie. I will watch a fucking YouTube video on what does that machine look like? What does, you know what I'm saying? What are the functions of it? I will prepare myself so that by the time that I have been standing in the eight hour line and I finally get to get into the inside of this facility and take a look around and now I'm going to be up to the machine, that will not be the first time that I'm seeing what that motherfucker looks like or something similar to it. People, I'm just, you, I, stop. And why I'm muted tonight is because I am not about to hear the small business bitching and complaining up on the TV about why him. It's fucked up that this law got passed and, and why does it have to be affecting him? Number one, because your skin looks the way that it does. You need to lead with that, not 2021, because this is taking place in the country that it's taking place in. I would have hoped that no matter who you are and what your situation is and how unicorns and rainbows you're trying to lead it, being a person of that group, that 2020 brutally educated you to the unavoidable link to the legacy of the experience people that look like you and come from you will have in this country. And so that you would have been a little bit more eye-opened and prepared for, if for the fucking first time in the 400-year existence in the state where you are trying to operate a business, being a that you would have, you'd be connecting these dots right now. That these motherfuckers, the descendants of the Klansmen, who were the ones that make the laws in your fucking state, have not slept since they were dealt the L in January. So that before April, they passed a fucking law that is fucking your ability to vote. We're not talking in bullshit. So, like, the law that got passed, if they have a name on it and it's in the books, it is called fucking with a ability to vote. That's what the law is called. Okay. Not speaking in bullshit. And that your eyes would be just getting open right now. This would be a kind of coming to Jesus moment for you. This would be a self-reflection moment for you. An eye opening moment for you where you are taking the L right now as the small businessman in your state, because Major revenue that had a promise of coming your way has been snatched away as a consequence of the motherfuckers that you have in positions of power that are tied to your vote in your state. If there's not a fire lit underneath your ass to do what the fuck you have to do to win this game with them right now. I can't talk to you anymore, okay? Because we're just, I, um, I just, I can't. And so we could, you know, just want to be washing our hands and not really giving a fuck. Do we not live there? But unfortunately, this morning, I don't know if you heard the headline, 40 additional states are about to pass the exact same types of laws. So get, these are just tips, people. Get fucking ready. Get on your little, I'm old school. I like to do MapQuest 
And then I need I need paper. So I print it out. Then I, I don't use this fucking phone and all the smartphones and the putting it in the car and shit. My car has that shit. I don't do that shit. It always takes you someplace wrong. And even when you fucking print it out, it takes you like a half a block over or whatever. But it's going to get you into the proximity of where the fuck the drop box is located. If it's one in your state, if it's in your capital city. Um, so yeah, I just, with the water and food and the where the drop box is, I cannot with you, okay? Because... I'm prepared to camp overnight if I need to, and I will drive half the state away to drop it off. Okay. Um, they're not taking away my right. And guess what? So here's, here's the happy ending. When you vote in turnout, which y'all motherfuckers did in 2020. Uh, these little direct descendants of the Klansmen are not going to be the people that are writing your fucking laws anymore. Or, you know what, we, there's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of ways that people are just grandfathered into things. Your district attorneys tried to give you guidance on that. After I recorded that episode, I looked in, I, there was an ACLU page that was dedicated to trying to educate people on the importance of voting for their district attorneys. But a thing that's very fucked about that, and this is just maybe something that we don't work around and get around, especially district attorneys, they can get grandfathered in. I may be the district attorney and I have this little plan. There's this little package as far as being that, that I can retire early. I can just say, Hey, I'm going to retire early. I'm in like a six year term right now. I don't know how long their terms are. I think it's two, right? I'm in a two year term, four year term, six year term. I'm in my term. And you know what? I just decide I'm going to retire early. I just want to do that. They have some type of a little perk that they get to retire early. And when I'm going to retire early, a thing that I get to do is hand pick who's going to replace me. And that doesn't have shit to do with Jessica's vote. Okay. I'm going to slide this sleazy motherfucker into my place. Okay. And so I'm year one into my six year term and I'm going to retire early. So this sleazy motherfucker that you didn't even know about is going to replace me for the next five years. And then when his actual voting cycle comes up, there may be nobody that's running against him, number one, so he's going to continue to be. Or number two, you are not going to be giving enough of a fuck about your little ballot, so you're not going to vote, okay? So there can be things that we can't control, such as the sliding in, but I'm going to need you to wake the fuck up, okay? I'm going to need you to just start taking a little bit of initiative to educate yourself, on whatever you need to do you need to learn how to use the machine you better find a fucking book or a video to learn how to do it and you need to find where your locations are that you can go drop shit off it's a privilege to be able to do it otherwise you need to get yourself ready prep for it get ready for it look forward to it like it's fucking black friday fall and bring your little fucking cooler with your little fancy ham sandwich with the mayonnaise on it so that it stays good and fresh for you. Otherwise, get a fucking box of granola bars and four bottles of water. Do what the fuck you have to do until some type of crazy ass shit goes down that we got to guess the right number of jelly beans in the jar or seven times back, we're not descendants of slaves. Until then, 